On the line with us now is Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. Governor Pritzker, welcome back to Reset. Thanks so much, Susie. Great to be here. So what's been going through your mind since this news broke last night? Well, I mean, I have to say that this decision, which people are talking about as, um, you know, abortion ending, does not mean that abortion will end. It means that in half the states where their governors and legislatures have declared war on reproductive rights, women will be forced to get dangerous and sometimes deadly procedures. Mm -hmm. And as with everything, that burden is then going to fall disproportionately on the most marginalized women, those who are poor, those who are black or brown. They are going to bear the highest cost of this decision. That's what's been going through my head. And, you know, here in Illinois, we've been working hard to protect a woman's right to choose. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have passed laws, the Reproductive Health Act, uh, to make sure that we're protecting, even in the case of Roe v. Wade being overturned, uh, a woman's reproductive rights. But just because we've done it here in Illinois does not mean that we shouldn't be fighting for it all across the country. And it's frankly a dangerous precedent because it it isn't mm-hmm. one decision about reproductive rights alone. It's really about many, many other privacy rights. What conversations are you having with leaders around the state and, and in our region about this news? Well, there are states all around Illinois that are going to be anti-choice states if this ruling is handed down. And so you can imagine that there's great fear among the leaders in those states who are pro-choice, that uh, the people in their state are going to be essentially refugees for reproductive rights to Illinois, where we protect those rights. Um, They also are looking to, you know, how are we going to reverse the political situation in their states to protect women's uh, freedom of choice. And so those are conversations that we're having. I think there is a political sea change that is going to take place now. Uh, You are going to see what you saw on January 21st, 2017 with the Women's March. You're going to see people marching all across this country, uh, people becoming more activists and more Mm -hmm. engaged. Uh, people particularly who want to protect women's rights. Now, Chief Justice John Roberts is confirming the authenticity of the draft opinion, uh, but he says it doesn't represent the court's final decision. What do you make of that? Do you you think there's a possibility that it could change in the next two months? Well, we know that there is a majority on this court that is anti-choice. So uh, I think it's a, you know, it's a fair bet here that whether this draft is the final draft or not, that this court is headed for overturning Roe v. Wade. Uh, I I hate to say that, but, uh, you know, we've been warned, just to be clear. I mean, there were warnings uh, over and over again that this could happen. And there are an awful lot of people who didn't want to believe it. So, you know, I've been saying, you know, if you think the Republican politicians who have engineered the court's reversal of Roe v. Wade are going to stop with that, well, that's that's just not true. Mm-hmm. This is just the beginning. They're going to take away marriage equality. They're going to take away civil rights for marginalized and minority communities. And frankly, if they can reverse a 50-year-old uh, settled uh, case and law, then every Supreme Court decision that's been made that's 
you know, made us freer and made this country fairer uh, could be reversed by this court. And as you mentioned, more than 20 states are poised to ban or, or severely restrict abortion if Roe v. Wade is overturned. Uh, and last night you wrote on Twitter that as long as your governor, quote, Illinois, will stay a beacon for reproductive freedoms. Um, <clears throat> what's your message to women who would be affected by this? Well, once again, I, I mean, I'm proud of our state, of our legislature, our pro-choice uh, majority legislature, uh, that we have been able to establish Illinois as a protected, pro-choice, pro-women's rights state. But as you're implying, you know, the people who live in states all around us, and frankly, all the way to Texas, we've seen already them coming to our state because mm-hmm. they know they're protected here. They can get their reproductive freedoms carried out, uh, and uh, they're afraid to be in their own state. So we're going, you know, we've already seen more than 7,000 people come to Illinois to uh, get an abortion or to exercise their reproductive freedom. And um, we're going to see many, many more, there's no doubt, uh, in the coming years if this ruling is what gets decided. That's Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. Governor Pritzker, thank you so much for making the time today. Thank you, Susie. Governor Pritzker, just one of many state and local leaders speaking up about the very real possibility that Roe v. Wade could be overturned. The governor held a press conference with several Democratic legislators to speak on the news this morning. Today I am angry. I'm angry for the women who feared this very moment, who in 2020 turned out in record numbers to protect reproductive freedoms. I am angry at the men who've decided that their right to bodily autonomy is freedom, but my right to bodily autonomy is illegal. We saw the warnings. Here in Illinois, we've done a lot of the work to build that force field. So our responsibility is to think about what else our force field needs. What else do the women and and pregnant people coming from other states that restrict abortion need when they come to us? Illinois is not going back. We will always stand strong for reproductive health and a person's right to choose because it is the right thing to do. The voices you heard there were State Representative Sonia Harper, State Representative Kelly Cassidy, and Illinois House Speaker Emanuel Chris Welch. Meanwhile, first-term Republican U.S. Representative Mary Miller of Oakland praised a ruling knocking down Roe v. Wade. She wrote on Twitter, quote, Our justices need your prayers to stand up to the radical abortion industry and defend life. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot also took to social media to voice her thoughts on the matter. She called the leaked draft opinion a, quote, horrendous attack on our fundamental right to choose. Advocate groups on both sides of the issue are also weighing in on what this could mean for the future of abortion access. It means simply that state lawmakers have to get to work to enact strong state laws and a policy to protect life across the country. It's the reality which we have been preparing for. We're not surprised. This will open up a floodgate to many, many of the other standing you know, laws that have been argued and won at the Supreme Court in regards to freedoms for Americans. 
the voices you heard there were Stephen Aiden with Americans United for Life, a group that's trying to ban abortion in state legislatures nationwide, and Michelle Cologne with the re- reproductive rights group Shiro, Mississippi. Both spoke with NPR reporter Sarah McCammon. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.